Often we rely solely or primarily on conventional medicine to treat symptoms and disease. But these can mask the problems, so we never get to the root cause of the disease. There are better choices. Welcome to Generation Regeneration with your host, Sandra Guy Malhotra. Conventional medicine does play an important role in effective treatment, but even more important are the daily lifestyle, food, and spiritual choices we make. Now, here is Sandra Guy Malhotra. Thank you for joining us today, whether it's live or on demand. We love and appreciate you, our listeners, and want to support everyone who embraces the notion that although you may be members by birth of the baby boom generation or Gen X, or Gen Y, that you can choose to be members of Generation Regeneration, or Gen R, by the daily choices you make to regenerate your body, mind, spirit, lifestyle, and career. Our guest today is Monica Corrado, a great teacher about better food choices to make. Monica is a teaching chef, certified nutrition consultant, and certified GAPS practitioner who is passionate about illuminating the connection between food and well-being. She's a dynamic teacher, speaker, consultant, and author who lives to share the tools, knowledge, and inspiration to cook nourishing traditional food. Monica has been teaching food as medicine throughout the U.S. for almost 10 years. After 18 years in sustainable food sourcing, preparation, menu design, and management, she's a member of the honorary board of the Weston A. Price Foundation, and her current work focuses on the gut-brain connection. She enjoys empowering others by teaching them how to heal a leaky gut through food via the GAPS, which is the Gut and Psychology Syndrome Protocol, and has written books such as Cooking Techniques for the Gut and Psychology Syndrome Diet, With Love from Grandmother's Kitchen, and has compiled Baby's First Foods Chart. Monica also started her own Cooking for Wellbeing teacher training program in 2012, and she's had tremendous results with all of this, with those on the autistic autism spectrum, ADHD, and autoimmune disorders. For more information about Monica and all that she's doing, go to www.simplybeingwell.com. Welcome to the show, Monica. It's so great to have you back. Thank you, Sandra. So happy to be here. This is going to be a very fun series that we're kicking off here because we're going to talk about how nutrition impacts very important stages of a woman's life. And we're going to start today by discussing nutrition during the time period before getting pregnant and also during the pregnancy. So this covers the age range from about the 20s through the 40s in a woman's life. And our next show on July 28th will focus on what comes after the pregnancy, which is motherhood, and then the important stage of menopause, which is the stage of, oh, say the 50s and 60s. And our final show later this year will circle back and focus on adolescence and the beginning of fertility, which would be the late childhood and teen years. So really looking forward to all of this. And for today, the focus is on the important role of nutrition before getting pregnant and then during the pregnancy. So let's start by discussing the time period before getting pregnant. Most couples are probably careful about what they eat while pregnant, but they don't think about cleaning up their bodies prior to getting pregnant. So let's talk about why this is important. So Monica, talk to us about what aspects of the standard American lifestyle are problematic for couples who want to conceive and have a healthy baby. Oh boy. Ha. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So it's the uh, parts of the standard American diet that are, that are problematic. Yeah. Well, let's just say that 
America has been on a low-fat, no-fat kick for a long time, starting in the early 80s. That's one of the problems. Um, and we've also had all sorts of very bad fats in our diet uh, since the early 80s. Um, so that's problematic, low-fat, no-fat. Yes. Uh, you can't build a baby without good fat. Um, how about soy? Uh, difficulties with soy, vegetable protein, uh, soy products throughout um, throughout the food supply, uh, GMOs throughout the food supply at this point, genetically modified organisms. Yes. Um, just the pesticides, um, fungicides, and conventional farming. I mean, geez, shall we go on? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, there, there are just, as we've talked about on this show before, there are toxins uh, basically from every direction uh, if you just pursue a standard lifestyle today. Right. And I'm glad that you mentioned GMOs because that's a really hot button topic. Yeah. And the, we, we can argue back and forth about whether actually genetically modifying food is dangerous or not. But the one thing I don't think there's any argument about is that a lot of these are herbicide resistant. And so what that uh -huh. means is that when they're sprayed with an herbicide like glyphosate, the genetically modified uh -huh. plant will not die, but everything around it will. So what that yeah. means is these plants are coated in this herbicide. And it's been yeah. shown that these residues are everywhere in our bodies and our environment. Yeah. So yeah. that... That you can't argue, okay? No. <laughs> so I'm glad you brought no. that one up because that glyphosate, so, otherwise known as Roundup, is, is nasty stuff. Yes. So what I would say is there's a problem of malnutrition, yeah. lack of nutrients, and also a problem of toxins. So you've got both things going on. Um, for just the standard American, just, you know, Joe and Joette Schmo, whoever we are, right, walking around in America, um, <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, yeah. So it's yeah. malnutrition and toxins. Those are the biggest ones that I would say. Those are big, yeah. So basically, we're not putting good foods in, and we're putting a lot of toxins in. So we're putting yeah. our bodies at a great disadvantage to just maintain health. And yes. the one thing that's interesting is that a lot of emphasis is placed on the woman's health in this yes. equation. But the dad's health is also very important. Um, yes. If dad's bot, yeah, if his body and health are based on a junk food and junk lifestyle, then we know from epigenetics that he will pass along junk genes. So yes. there's a lot going on with that sperm. <laughs> yes. uh, well, so, it's, it's, yeah, so yeah, so elaborate on that for a minute. Sure. So this is really true. Um, you know, Dr. Weston Price, uh, had a lot to say about um, the germ cell, the germ seed, which is really what you said. So we've got the sperm, we've got the egg. And even though the, the man uh, only uh, contributes, if you will, at that point in terms of the growing of the baby, right? We've got the sperm from the dad, we've got the egg from the mom, but then the mom, uh, the mother, uh, is is responsible for growing whatever has been planted, if you will. Yes. And if that seed from either side is compromised, no matter what that mother does in terms of eating 
she could eat perfectly well. She could have all nutrient-dense foods. Everything could be organic. There's still going to be a problem with that child. So it really does count for both partners to be cleaning up their diet, cleaning up their environment, their home, their health and beauty products, all of that, and eating a, uh, a nutrient-dense diet at least a year, two years prior to pregnancy. Interesting, because that was going to be a question, when to get mm -hmm. started, and you're saying yeah. a year or two. Yeah, why, why is that? Why that time period? Well, we have to remember that, well, I didn't even start with, you know, we need to do a detox first. <laughs> there you go. So yeah. The first thing you want to do is detoxify the body and do, and this doesn't mean like a master cleanse only in the springtime. This is, um, you know, eating uh, just a, a very, very nourishing diet and, you know, cutting out all the processed foods, cutting out all of the chemicals and food fractions in those foods. Um, yes, doing some kind of a, um, uh, a cleanse uh, for the, supporting the liver, um, doing all sorts of detoxification things, doing that for at least six to eight months, and then going ahead into rebuilding. So first you've got to clean out the garbage and make way, right, for, yes. um, for the nutrient-dense foods. So it's really about clearing out, cleaning out, and then rebuilding or resupplying to make sure that um, when that uh, conception occurs that, you know, the nutrients uh, have been there to be able to build, to be able to uh, supply a healthy germ seed, if you will. Okay, so that's the point. It's basically the cleaning up a year or two before conceiving is so that each partner can provide healthy genes in terms of the, the seed that's being planted. And then moving forward, if mom continues eating a very nutrient-rich diet, then that's a wonderful environment for the baby to grow in. Yes, we have to set it up for success. You've got to set up that, you know, um, that mom's, uh, that womb, that whole, you know, baby-making <laughs> Um, ability has got to be set up with uh, the nutrients that are necessary. And the interesting thing is that we have to remember that the nervous system is the first system that's laid down in the, uh, in the baby, in the fetus. And the nervous system requires a lot of good, healthy fat and good, healthy minerals. So, um, again, we've in, been in this, you know, low-fat, no-fat, uh, garbage-fat, pardon me, for vegetable yeah. oils, et cetera, um, right. you know, environment for, for just decades now. And it's really, really having an effect on nervous system function, uh, brain function, and whether or not our children are born with the ability to actually think and process information, which they're not, obviously, because we're seeing autism and all other brain function disorders through the roof at this time. So that's a really good point. Uh, and I didn't know that the importance of good fats, especially during the early stages of pregnancy when the nervous system is being built. Wow. Yeah, okay. And, and guess what? That you don't even know people don't even know they're pregnant and all of that's already been built. Oh. See, this is why it's critical yeah. to have that those kind of nutrients in your diet on a regular basis so that, you know, 
okay, you know, some people plan conception and some people don't. And, yes. you know, in order to give that, uh, that child uh, the best uh, chances of being able to be, you know, to build a thriving baby, you've got to make sure you're, you know, just have those kinds of foods. And we're talking about good butter, good bacon, you know, good yeah. tea, tallow. Avocados. Water, all those. Avocados are great, but yes, avocados. But please, <laughs> not to the detriment of good saturated yes. animal fats from Very pastured good. animals. Pastured animals. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you, Monica. That was great information. And let's get ready to go to a break now. But before we go, I'd like to shout out to our sponsor for today's show, who is guess who? Monica Corrado. At Gen R, we appreciate that food is medicine and the basis of good health. Cultured dairy is an important part of gut healing and immune health. Learn how to make your own yogurt, kefir, and cream fresh at home with Monica Corrado's new ebook on culturing dairy. Part two of the series on cooking techniques for the gut and psychology syndrome diet. This ebook is available at selenriverpress.com. That's S E L E N E, riverpress.com. Now let's get ready to go to that break. Thanks again, everyone, for joining us today. This is your host for Generation Regeneration, Sandra Malhotra, and I'm here with teaching chef and author Monica Corrado. Stay tuned, and we'll see you in a jiffy with more great stuff. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. GMOs, or genetically modified organisms, are plants or animals that have been genetically engineered with DNA from bacteria, viruses, or other plants and animals. These experimental combinations of genes from different species cannot occur in nature or in traditional crossbreeding. Most developed nations do not consider GMOs to be safe. Right now, over 80% of the corn and soy grown in the U.S. is genetically modified, and we should be able to choose whether we wish to consume these foods or not. Visit non-gmoproject.org forward slash learn dash more. Introducing the Abundance Cubed Coaching Program on Gen R Holistic Radio. Wellness entrepreneurs who integrate the best of modern and holistic approaches will fix our broken food and healthcare systems. So host Sandra Maholtra and creator of Masterpieces, Noam Kostuki, are going to empower them to do just that. We will help five entrepreneurs grow and unlearn limiting beliefs during this program. You too can learn alongside them by turning into Gen R Holistic Radio the first Tuesday of each month. Join us for an adventure in expansion. Explore the power of natural healing with Howard Strauss. Join us each week for an informative program that will help you learn effective healing methods using natural remedies. Howard's guests include top researchers, authors, and experts who will share their views on a variety of natural products and healing methods that really work. Tune in to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health and Wellness. This is Generation Regeneration with Sandra Guy Malhotra. To connect with Sandra, send an email to Sandra Malhotra at wcubedcommunity.com or tweet at Sandra G. Malhotra, hashtag WeAreGenR. She looks forward to your comments. Now back to Generation Regeneration. 
Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm your host, Sandra Malhotra, and I'm here with teaching chef and author Monica Corrado. And she made some really amazing points in the previous segment about preparing your body for conception, how important that is. And we discussed issues with the standard American diet and lifestyle and how couples who want to start a family should really start cleaning up and detoxing a year or two before they conceive to prepare their genes and bodies for the best possible outcome. And Monica, you made this great point about eating well all the time, especially if you're not sure when exactly you're going to conceive, because so much happens in the first months of a pregnancy uh, before you may even really be fully aware of it. So let's talk now about what they really should be eating uh, and how they should be detoxing to stay in good shape. And for this, I'd like to refer to a three DVD set produced by nourishingourchildren.org that discusses how to nourish rather than feed ourselves and our children. And there are 12 sections to this movie, some interesting ones about how we're malnourished and overfed, which you mentioned, nutritional principles, things about vitamins, fats, milk, soy, a lot of great stuff. And you're going to organize showings of this in Fort Collins, which we'll go ahead and discuss later in the show. But for now, let's touch upon a couple of the topics where couples who want to conceive and then become pregnant are concerned. So, but let's start with a reminder about who Dr. Weston A. Price was and the fundamental nutritional principles that he discovered while on his extensive travels around the world many, many years ago. He was truly ahead of his time. So can you reintroduce us to Dr. Price? Sure, sure. Happy to. Dr. Weston A. Price was a dentist from Cleveland in the 30s who was noticing that uh, what was happening in his practice was overcrowding of teeth, um, many, many uh, uh, dental diseases, dental caries, very high. And he wanted to know what was responsible for this, why. And so he started traveling. He decided to travel around the world, and he, he had a clue that it might have to do with the diet that, was, that uh, Americans were eating, a diet that was full of, we all know, white flour, white sugar. But the, pieces that most, uh, the piece that most people miss is what we call devitalized foods or dead foods. Mm. These are canned foods. This is the majority of the food that anyone buys in a grocery store, whether it's a Whole Foods market or it's Costco or anything in between a natural market or not, organic or not, you know, the vast majority of the food that Americans eat uh, is dead, enzymatically dead. It's been uh, processed, pasteurized, sterilized, boxed. Um, it's just not live food. So that's the third piece of what he found, well, what he was suspe suspecting, white sugar, white flour, devitalized foods. Um, so he traveled around the world with his wife in the 30s. Think of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, way before the Internet and way before, you know. Comfortable travel. Usual and customary. Right. Um, and he found some dietary principles that were the same no matter where he went, whether it was 
tribes, um, or it was in the Swiss Alps, uh, all over the world, these were um, uh, peoples. He would look for peoples where they were still eating what they called, he called their traditional diet, their native traditional indigenous diet. And then he would also find with where the, the, uh, what he called the foods of modern commerce um, had entered that tribe. And he would just look and see um, what was going on with their teeth. And what he found was the same problems that we were seeing in the U.S. And what he also found uh, were problems with uh, childbearing and with um, uh, both uh, mortality rates and um, also with the actual uh, disease and uh, malformation of children uh, once these uh, foods of modern commerce, which, as I said, again, this is what we're eating in the standard American diet, only worse now. Um, much worse. You know, yeah. once they entered the diet of these native peoples. So, you know, what he found uh, were nutritional principles that are the same, again, whether they were in the tropics, they were in the Alps, they were out in the uh, Pacific Islands, um, you know, everyone had some kind of animal protein in their diet. Every one of them had, um, uh, they relied a lot on organ meat. Um, also, there were fermented foods. There were, uh, if there were grains, they were fermented. Um, all dairy, uh, dairy was cultured. So there's a specific, uh, and, and the levels of fat in the diet were very high also. So if people are interested in all of that, they need to get to the Weston A. Price Foundation. Um, there's lots of information right on the web. It's all free, and that would be uh, westonaprice.org. For, okay. And, of course, the book. The book, Nutrition and Physical Degeneration by Dr. Weston A. Price, which just once you read that book, there's no question about what it takes for human bodies to thrive, what they need to eat to thrive. Yes. Okay. So you mentioned, I'm just going to go over these again, animal protein, organ mm -hmm. meats, fermented mm -hmm. foods, and that's for all the probiotics and all the good stuff for our gut, fermented yes. grains and cultured yes. dairy, because those make those things much more digestible and accessible. And yes. like we've been talking about, high good fat levels. Yes. And yeah, and so on top of all this, uh, I'm sure you would agree that for all these things, if it comes from an animal, the animal should be raised in a pasture in a natural environment with a natural diet. Oh, right? absolutely. No question. Yes. It's interesting because I must even, I mean, that's something I take for granted because I've lived that way for, I don't know, 20 plus years or more. And yeah. I assume that people would know that, but no, absolutely when you eat animal products, they must be from animals that are raised sustainably on pasture with their native diet, with the diet they're supposed to be eating. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And the reason for that being that the food that our food eats impacts the nutrition, the value uh, of that animal. Because oh, if, absolutely. yeah, because if they're living in a stressful environment, eating non-native things like grains and corn, especially that are genetically modified, yeah. uh, their bodies are not healthy as a result of that. 
No, that's absolutely true. And this is, this is significant um, for the conscious consumer, if you will. There is a lot of misinformation out on the web and everywhere else. Um, you, one cannot compare the nutritional value of a steak from a grass-fed animal with the nutritional value with the toxicity. It's highly toxic to eat a steak from an animal, from a confined animal feeding operation, a CAFO. So, you know, we really have to know that when reports come out, they the reports about, you know, bacon is bad for you. Well, they're looking at the bacon from the pigs that are raised in confinement on, you know, GMO feed, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's not, a steak is not a steak, an egg is not an egg. You know, I would say we're talking about apples and oranges here, but you know what I'm saying. There's, it's yes. really very, it's critical because you take a nutrient, what could be a nutrient-rich food, and it becomes actually a health detriment yes. when it's raised in confinement, uh, contrary to the way nature uh, intended it to be. Right. And by confinement, we're talking about factory farming operations where yes. animals like pigs and chickens are literally confined. They cannot move. They are held yes. in place. They can't engage in any natural behaviors, uh, yes. moving, turning, uh, anything which is healthy or natural for them. Plus, they are being given non-native foods to eat. Yes. Uh, yes. The whole situation, I mean, it's, it's heartbreaking for the animal, first of all. Yes. Uh, it's horrific for the communities that these factory farms are in. They're blights on yes. the countryside. And the food that is produced from that is not nutrient-dense. So correct. Not only is it nutrient dense, it's toxic. And it's toxic. Health, health detrimental. Yes. And yes. don't forget about the cows standing in the excrement in the feedlot. <laughs> yes. That's right. That's right. So yeah. we're talking about some peripheral things here, but it all goes back to Monica's point of if you don't know exactly when you're going to get pregnant, you need to be eating this way all the time. <laughs> yes. And if you know that you're trying to get pregnant, you need to be eating like this these types of foods, because these are going to make your body and your genes the healthiest for the baby that you want to have. So, okay, that was a great discussion there, Monica. And let's get ready now for our next break. But before we do, I'd like to thank our sponsor, who is none other than Monica Corrado at Gen R Radio. We appreciate that food is medicine and the basis of good health. If you're not familiar with the gut and psychology syndrome nutritional protocol, get the book that Dr. Natasha Campbell McBride says everyone needs. Monica Corrado's ebook, Meat Stock and Bone Broth, Cooking Techniques for the Gut and Psychology Syndrome Diet. This book is available at selenriverpress.com. That's S-E-L-E-N-E, -E, riverpress.com. So let's get ready for our next break now. Thanks again, everyone, for joining us today. This is your host for Generation Regeneration, Sandra Malhotra. And I am here with teaching chef and author Monica Corrado, who is throwing down great truth about how to eat to nourish your body, and to prepare it for having children. Stay tuned, and we'll see you on the flip side with more awesome stuff. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Introducing the Abundance Cubed Coaching Program on Gen R Holistic Radio. Wellness entrepreneurs who integrate the best of modern and holistic approaches will fix our broken food and healthcare systems. So host Sandra Malhotra and creator of Masterpieces, Noam Kostuki, are going to empower them to do just that. We will help five entrepreneurs grow and unlearn limiting beliefs during this program. 
You too can learn alongside them by turning into Gen R Holistic Radio the first Tuesday of each month. Join us for an adventure in expansion. GMOs or genetically modified organisms are plants or animals that have been genetically engineered with DNA from bacteria, viruses, or other plants and animals. These experimental combinations of genes from different species cannot occur in nature or in traditional crossbreeding. Most developed nations do not consider GMOs to be safe. Right now, over 80% of the corn and soy grown in the U.S. is genetically modified, and we should be able to choose whether we wish to consume these foods or not. Visit non-gmoproject.org forward slash learn dash more. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Helping you make informed decisions for your life. This is Voice America Health and Wellness. This is Generation Regeneration with Sandra Guy Malhotra. To connect with Sandra, send an email to Sandra Malhotra at WCubedCommunity.com or tweet at Sandra G. Malhotra, hashtag WeAreGenR. She looks forward to your comments. Now back to Generation Regeneration. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks again for joining us today. I'm your host, Sandra Malhotra, and I'm here with teaching chef and author Monica Corrado. And in the previous segment, she gave us some great information about Dr. Weston A. Price's nutritional principles, mainly what you need to eat to thrive, and that is animal protein, organ meats, fermented foods, fermented grains, cultured dairy, and high good fat levels. And all of these things from animals that have been raised on pasture with a native lifestyle and a native diet. None of this confined GMO stuff because that will just produce toxic food. So Monica, let's get into more specifics. Now that you laid out these general principles what are some really specific good things to eat? And can you give us an example of like a daily meal plan? What, what should we be doing? Lots of eggs. Mm. We're talking to, for the people who are wanting to conceive and set themselves up for, you know, a healthy pregnancy and load the deck, shall we say. Healthy yes. pregnancy, healthy child. Um, lots of eggs, two, three eggs a day. Two, three, four, Raw, uh, good eggs a day pat from pasture chickens, of course. Uh, raise them yourself. Get them from a farmer you know. Make sure they're out on pasture. Uh, free range doesn't do it in terms of ter- terminology. It has to say pastured, actually, right. on the carton itself. So lots of eggs, lots of good uh, butter from pastured cows, Um Lots of uh, raw milk, if you can get it, if you're blessed to be in a state where you can access clean, raw dairy. If you cannot access it yet, uh, get to your legislators and start working on that. No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's good advice. If you, cannot, 
right? If you can't access raw dairy in your state, then then certainly um, at least a quart of um, uh, yogurt, good, plain, organic, full-fat yogurt uh, on a weekly basis, at least a quart. Um, and, you know, raw cheese, everyone can find raw cheese at this point. Um, so eggs, butter, uh, cultured dairy, organ meats are like, you want to have a healthy pregnancy and a healthy child, we're talking organ meats, and that means liver. Mm. Um, Just because of all the nutrients liver, in there? Liver, good liver, chicken liver, beef liver from, of course, again, pastured healthy animals. Um, if you can't get liver, which 99.9% of people can, but they don't want to, um, <laughs> Then go ahead and uh, find yourself some good cod liver oil. Um, vitamin A is absolutely critical for a healthy child and for a healthy immune system for, and for healthy you. So uh, cod liver oil and organ meats, very important. So, yeah, breakfast. Bacon and eggs, nitrate-free bacon, of course, um, coming from, again, pastured, uh, well-stewarded pigs. Yeah. Uh, so bacon, eggs for breakfast. Um, you can have a yogurt smoothie that you make yourself with some berries and a couple of raw egg yolks uh, as a snack in the in the middle of the day. Um, you know, lunch and dinner. I you know I'm a meat stock girl, as you know. I just wrote the book on it, but you know, yes. put a chicken in a pot with some vegetables. And some water, and cook it for an hour and a half to two hours, and you have got a delicious, nutritious lunch and dinner, or dinner. Um, so those t- types of things, and of course, ferment, ferment in your diet. That's uh, people are fermenting everything these days. But you know, the typical is sauerkraut, pickles. There's fermented beets. There's um, lots of really good ferments out there. So that's yeah, so what talk you're doing. about. Yeah, so talk about why the fermented foods are important in gut health. Oh, well, you know, it's so funny. I've been teaching ferments for over 10 years now, and uh, when nobody knew what we were talking about. So, Hmm. in any case, it's wonderful to see it coming around, and, you know, now it's popular. Yippee! We will take it. (laughs) Um, So, fermented foods are absolutely critical for a healthy immune system, um, ferments, you know, just contribute enzymes to your body. Uh, they contribute additional vitamin C and B vitamins uh, in the, from the fermentation process. Um, they also uh, contribute probiotics and uh, bacteria, good bacteria, good bacteria to, yeah. the, um, to the body. And we need all those things to help break down our food and uh, digest and absorb our food and also... You know, uh, we know that gut health is directly related to immune system health. Yeah. And 90% of your immunity is in your gut. So have a healthy gut. And it also contributes to brain health. So responsible for a healthy brain. So eat those ferments, everyone. And we're talking about mm, at least a half a cup a day. Yeah. Yeah. And like you were talking about, a lot of native diets uh, have fermented foods in them. If you talk about sauerkraut. You could talk about kimchi and the Korean diet. You talk about um, pickles in the Indian yes. diet. 
there are so many traditional fermented foods out there. And like you said, the great thing is they're really getting popular these days. So in many grocery stores, you can find a lot of these wonderful fermented foods. And they're not even that difficult to make yourself if you educate yourself. No, they are so easy to make. They're so easy to make. They're so inexpensive. We have to remember that uh, fermentation, lacto-fermentation... Is a, is a traditional method of preserving foods. Yes. So way before there was ever refrigeration or canning, you know, people were using ferment, the technique of fermenting to preserve foods. That's what you did. Um, they're very easy to make. If people want to learn how to make them, I have in one of my books with love from Grandmother's Kitchen. You can learn how to ferment anything, uh, everything from fruit to vegetables to beverages. Uh, tonics, etc. And Great. I am working on part three of cooking for the GAPS diet, which is lacto-fermentation. Mm, so. Very good. Okay. Yeah, and I also encourage people to ferment because if you ferment yourself, see, just like making your own sourdough bread, the bugs are better. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. So great advice there about how to eat. Uh, prior to getting pregnant and after getting pregnant. Now, assuming you do all of that, what about additional supplementation? What do you think about that? Well, I really think there are two things that I would be um, suggesting for people to be uh, taking. One is cod liver oil because Mm. vitamin A is critical. And when you are taking vitamin A as part of its natural... Um, you know, it's part of a food. Cod liver oil is a food. It's not isolated in a lab, and so it has everything it needs for your body to use it. It has vitamin D in there. It has vitamin K. It has all the synergists necessary for your body to actually utilize the vitamin, the vitamin A in the cod liver oil. The other thing that I would suggest is tuna oil, which is a fish oil for brain health. Mm. Again, uh, DHA tuna oil um, is uh, one of the best uh, for brain health. So that's, those are the two things that I would really be um, supplementing with. If you're eating this way, again, we're talking about clean, um, nourishing, traditional food, prepared in a way your body can use it. You're having a little liver every day, perhaps as what I call a liver shot. Okay. Frozen. It's a frozen piece of liver the size of a pill that you take every day. You just swallow it down. Um, and, of course, always, I do always recommend a prenatal. A prenatal, but it has to be a, you know, a whole food prenatal, um, a clean prenatal vitamin is always, yes. you know, a good idea. Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, another question for you about fluoride. Because that's something that a lot of people are talking about today. What's your opinion? Oh, my God. Fluoride is toxic. Yeah. It's a cancer-causing agent. So, yeah, when we we talk about, you know, doing that cleanup prior to pregnancy, prior to, you know, conceiving, um, we're talking to me, we're not only talking about cleaning out the body um, in terms of the food you're eating, but also the things you're putting on your body, in your body. You know, fluoride toothpaste is just not a good idea. It's a cancer-causing agent. We know that. They know that. Yeah. So fluoride in water, forget it. Fluoride in uh, toothpaste, yeah, not a good idea. No fluoride, please. 
<laughs> agreed. <laughs> totally agreed. And you yeah. mentioned something briefly there that I think is a really good point. Paying attention to what you put on your body. Because paying oh, yeah. attention to what you eat and drink uh, important, but also uh, a lot of body care products and cosmetics are filled with toxic crap. So your skin is yet another pathway for this stuff to get into your body. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I would not put, when you're pregnant or wanting to get pregnant, I wouldn't put anything on your body that you wouldn't eat. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we have to remember that many, 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 if you're, go if you're going to use health and beauty products, then please make sure they're green products. That means that they don't have any um, endocrine disruptors in them, um, which can just, you know, think of the endocrine system. You do not want your endocrine system disrupted when you're trying to conceive or yeah. when you are pregnant. Um, that's just a hormonal nightmare. So, yes. yeah, so if you're going to use health and beauty products, they need to be green. There's plenty of them out there now. If you're, you know, same thing with your house. Go green. There's plenty of ways to clean your house. Vinegar and water and baking soda. Tra-la, tra-la. You don't need the toxic chemicals. And the biggest one, this is just a personal one, yeah. please don't use perfumed um, laundry detergent because it's just chemicals and you are sleeping, then your bed your bed linens are just toxic. You're breathing for 12 Yes. Yeah, just bad news bears. Yeah, it is bad news bears. Okay. All right. So yeah, a lot of great advice there regarding not only what to eat and drink, but other lifestyle factors to avoid those toxins. So yeah, like we said at the top of the show, uh, what you want to do is first detox, but then make sure what you're eating is nutrient rich and then that you're not putting a whole bunch of new toxins back into your body. So avoiding right. those things as well. So, okay, Monica, this is awesome stuff and awesome advice. Thank you so much. And on that note, let's get ready for our final break. I'd like to thank everyone again for joining us today. This is your host for Generation Regeneration, Sandra Balhotra. And I'm here with teaching chef and author Monica Corrado. And we will see you in a few for our final segment. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Introducing the Abundance Cubed Coaching Program on Gen R Holistic Radio. Wellness entrepreneurs who integrate the best of modern and holistic approaches will fix our broken food and healthcare systems. So host Sandra Malhotra and creator of masterpieces Noam Kostuki are going to empower them to do just that. We will help five entrepreneurs grow and unlearn limiting beliefs during this program. You too can learn alongside them by turning into Gen R Holistic Radio the first Tuesday of each month. Join us for an adventure in expansion. GMOs or genetically modified organisms are plants or animals that have been genetically engineered with DNA from bacteria, viruses, or other plants and animals. These experimental combinations of genes from different species cannot occur in nature or in traditional crossbreeding. Most developed nations do not consider GMOs to be safe. Right now, over 80% of the corn and soy grown in the U.S. is genetically modified, and we should be able to choose whether we wish to consume these foods or not. Visit non-gmoproject.org forward slash learn dash more. 
We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. This is Generation Regeneration with Sandra Guy Malhotra. To connect with Sandra, send an email to Sandra Malhotra at wcubedcommunity.com or tweet at Sandra G. Malhotra, hashtag WeAreGenR. She looks forward to your comments. Now back to Generation Regeneration. Welcome back. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today. I'm your host, Sandra Malhotra, and I'm here with teaching chef and author Monica Corrado. And she has provided such great information throughout this show about how to eat, what to eat, and other good lifestyle choices to make prior to conception, really starting one to two years ahead, and through a pregnancy. So really wonderful stuff there about how to nourish your body and prepare it genetically for the best possible outcome with your with your baby. Now, Monica, I mentioned at the beginning of the show that you're going to organize showings for the three DVD set that we talked about uh, from yeah. Nourishing Our Children. So can you go into some more detail about what the plans are with that event? Sure. I'm so excited. Um, so Nourishing Our Children is a nonprofit organization that was started by a woman named Sandrine Love. Um, they she put together a phenomenal um, three-DVD set called Nourishing Our Children. And I really want to get this information out here, out there, for anyone who's interested. So we will be doing a showing. Um, we're going to split the DVDs in half, so we sit for three hours at a time. Um, <laughs> Saturday, July 16th in Fort Collins. Saturday, August 13th in Fort Collins at a place called Mamas and Company. Old Town Fort Collins, above Closed Pony. We will start at 9 a.m. in the morning, and we'll have time for discussion afterwards. And during that time, it's just a wonderful way to meet uh, like-minded people, other moms that are interested, other families, other couples that are wanting to get pregnant. Um, we're going to look at that and, and really be able to see. Um, it's kind of like watching a movie, you know, about what the nutritional principles are, um, what the healthy fats are, where to find vitamins A and D, and why they're so important. And um, so I will be hosting that, and the Weston A. Price Foundation um, Fort Collins chapter will be co-hosting with me. Oh, nice. And, uh, yeah, so it'll just be a wonderful time. I will have that up on my calendar on simplybeingwell.com. Mamas and Company will have it up on their calendar but again, we'll show it in two parts, one in July, third Saturday in July, third Saturday in August. I think okay. So, yeah. That'll be a great event. And anybody who can't make such a thing, who doesn't live in Fort Collins like we do, uh, like you mentioned, Monica, the Weston A. Price Foundation, just a lot of information there and a lot of local chapters also to get involved in uh, just a lot of really good information there about how to eat to support your body 
to support sustained health. Important yeah. stuff. And like we're talking about today, what could be more important than preparing the next generation? Because like you said, we have a real ac- epidemic going on here after 30 years of low fat, no fat, junk food. Uh, the generations that are being born are, are, are at a disadvantage. And it's, oh, no it's, question. And, it's, and also, just to let people know, they can find the Nourishing Our Children DVD on their website. So that's yeah, available that's for right. them to purchase themselves and show, you know, among friends or, you know, practitioners, doctors, anyone who's interested, anybody working with children uh, at nourishingourchildren.org. That's where they can find the DVD themselves if they're interested and other materials. That's right. That's right. Great pointer. Okay. Now let's wrap up by talking about all the other books that you've written about many other things. Uh, We're talking today about a particular time period in a woman's life, and we're going to expand on that uh, on future shows. But just in terms of generally great nutritional advice, you've written many other books. So talk to us about what else you have out there. Well, the first book that I published um, in November of 2011 is called With Love from Grandmother's Kitchen, and it's uh, traditional cooking techniques for well-being. It is what I call a technique book um, where anyone who wants to learn how to cook uh, traditionally, traditional food, uh, Weston A. Price style, uh, or nourishing our ch- uh, nourishing traditions, pardon me, by Sally Fallon Morell, um, actually it was by Sally Fallon at the time. Um, that book is like uh, a fabulous how-to guide. Easy, easy. Everyone can learn with ease what they need in the kitchen um, and how to do it. And it's chock full of other nutritional information about why we need to be cooking this way. Yeah. Um, so that's available on my website and at SelineRiverPress.com. And then I am working on currently a four-part series of cooking techniques for the GAPS diet, the gut and psychology syndrome diet. So the first book, Meat, Stock, and Bone Broth, is out, and the next book, part two on culturing dairy, is on pre-order, pre-sales, and the third one will be on lacto-fermentation. So I'm always trying to provide um, tools, resources that people can use um, that make it easy to get back in the kitchen with confidence. Easy. That's right. Yes, it seems like for the sake of convenience, so many of us fled the kitchen, but yes. we we have paid the price with our health with, yes. by doing that, by placing such an emphasis on convenience and cheap prices and things that are shelf-stable and so forth. And so... Really, I, I think your books are wonderful at making it easy so that it's not daunting or challenging. It's actually fun. And yeah. it's something that the whole family can do. And what's more important than nourishing your yourself and your children and setting everybody up for a good life? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. wonderful stuff. <laughs> The other thing is if anyone wants to join me in Virginia in the end of June, I have a couple of spaces available at a four-day immersion, learn to cook traditional foods. So uh, that's Ah. my website, simplybeingwell.com. We will be in Purcellville, Virginia at a beautiful working farm, fields of Athenry Farm. Wow. And it's it's June 24 to 27. Wow. So that's a four-day 
class where you just learn lots of stuff about traditional cooking techniques? Yes, it's actually it's actually three and a half days, and there are seven segments, seven uh, two and a half to three hour segments, um, discrete segments. So one of them is on culturing dairy. You learn about how to make your own yogurt and your own kefir and your own uh, cultured butter and your own uh, creme fraiche. And then another segment would be on the difference between meat stock and bone broth. So on and on. It's a very it's called it's an immersion. I used to call it intensive, but that's kind of scary. <laughs> so now I call it immersion because you're immersed in the cooking techniques and it's a lot of fun. That's right. Immerse yourself in wonderful food. Okay. That's right. Well, that sounds really great. Well, thank you, Monica, for joining us today and for all of the information that you shared. And for a lot of things that Monica talked about today, you can go to her website at simplybeingwell.com to learn more. So thank you again. Yes. Thank you, Sandra. So good to be with you. And I just wanted to mention, I do work with people one-on-one who want to work on fertility through food. Okay. That's great. Yeah. That would be the thing to do if you have a lot of questions and you feel a little intimidated about that process. Go ahead and get some help. From, from Monica. She'll, she's there for you. Okay, thank you everyone for joining us today. We'll be here again next week, same time, same place. And our guest will be a phenomenal business coach, J.P. Morgan Jr. So thank you everyone for stopping by today. Namaste. Thank you for tuning in to Generation Regeneration with Sandra Guy Malhotra. Please join us again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. In the coming week, think of the changes that you could make to regenerate your body, mind, and spirit.